Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. and happy Monday. What a busy weekend. What a fun weekend it was. A lot of good stories coming out. A lot of new things from just the news. I think filling in the blanks on the Biden scandal, on the Trump prosecutions. There are a lot, a lot of opportunities coming for America to better understand what it is that has been going on. And maybe the mistruths that we were told in 2020, 2021, in 2022, even into 2023, there's still some false stories that the media are still picking up, not correcting it. That's pretty remarkable, if you ask me. Now, let me get started today with a really interesting analysis, because I think it's important to understand the dynamics at work on all of these things. A lot of people probably haven't taken a look at the Hunter Biden court file beyond the, all right, there was a, a dispute over the plea deal that he got. Some people called it a sweetheart deal. The judge didn't feel comfortable with it. It was clear the prosecutors and the defense lawyers were on different pages, right? And then the plea deal was scuttled. That forced Hunter Biden to plead not guilty to the charges, and now he faces a prosecution. Now, that plea deal could come back and may very well come back. And as Jim Jordan told us last week, he might want to bring the prosecutors and dig into deeper how that um, plea deal fell apart. But while that has kind of faded into the public's memory, another battle is playing out in the courtroom. And that is that Hunter Biden's lawyers, Abby Lowell and others, are asking a judge to conclude that the IRS whistleblowers, Gary Shapley, who we had on the show, and Joe Zielinski, both of them are here. We, we talked to them. They're being asked to conclude, the judge, to conclude that they leaked grand jury information and that some of the information that's been made public by the House Ways and Means Committee, that it be put back into the toothpaste, that it be withdrawn from the public. Now, we've gone through all of the claims in the filing. There's no evidence that anything was grand jury related. There were some search warrants. Those weren't issued by a grand jury. There was no testimony issued by a grand jury. There was an FBI interview and the tax information, which normally would be protected by privacy and tax laws. It was voted out of committee as it's allowed to be by the House Ways and Means Committee. Remember, they voted out Donald Trump's tax returns one time. They voted out Hunter Biden's tax information. 
But what's really extraordinary is the idea that Hunter Biden's lawyers think that they can ask a court to go back and censor information that's already in the public domain. We've already gone through all these elements of censorship, claiming that the laptop wasn't real when it was. And you know all the different storylines. But it's pretty extraordinary to think of that. And Jason Smith, the chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee, very quietly last week, filed a motion in the court to say, Your Honor, this is ridiculous. We followed the law. The Congress can do this. There's a separation of powers issue, and you're not being told the truth. There is no grand jury information. And what we released or what we asked the IRS agents and what they spoke to in their interviews, that's pretty extraordinary to think about that, that Congress had to intervene and say, hey, you can't take back from the American public what we've already put into it using our separation of powers as independent branch of government. And oh, by the way, this accusation of grand jury information is not true. Pretty extraordinary. How many times have we been told things that the Biden camp has said ultimately turned out not to be true? And we're going to get to one of those in a second. Now, a little breaking news, because that just occurred a little while ago. In Southern Florida, in the U.S. District Court in Palm Beach, West Palm Beach, there was a ruling today by Judge Eileen Cannon. She struck down multiple requests from Special Prosecutor Jack Smith, including a request to seal information to keep from the public, have a secret court system, some of the things that the court was filing in the case. And uh, she said, uh-uh, you haven't met the standard. We don't have secret courts in America, except for FISA, obviously. It's not going to be sealed. You didn't meet the standard. Big first slapdown of this prosecutor in Florida. And there was a second thing where she said, listen, I want to have a hearing on why you're running a second grand jury outside my district to inform on information related to the case in my district. Those are two big cannon shots, two big warning shots fired by Judge Eileen Cannon against Jack Smith, who, as you know, has a history of some problems in his past prosecutions, some cutting corners, some making claims about crimes that actually didn't occur, didn't meet the standard of criminality. This, I think, is the first of what may be many signs that this judge is a little concerned about the Justice Department and its conduct thus far. So we're going to get to both of those issues today. At the top of the show, Liz Harrington, the national spokeswoman for former President Donald Trump, she's going to join. We're going to get her reaction to the court ruling. Judge Cannon, what may be going on there? And then in the second half, we're going to bring in Tristan Levitt, the president of the Empower Oversight Whistleblower Center, a really impactful center that's representing FBI and IRS whistleblowers that have played a major role in so many of the Hunter Biden and Biden administration scandals right now. As part of that, we're going to ask him about that really unusual and unexpected dispute going on in the court where Hunter Biden's lawyers are trying to ask the judge to pull back or to censor from what's already in the American public's knowledge information about Hunter Biden's tax offenses. We're going to talk to him about that. And also what may be the below the radar game, which is to try to get any judge, any judge to find a ruling that these whistleblowers did something wrong and therefore they can bring it to the Justice Department for punishment. We'll have Tristan Levitt in the second part of the show. Now, one other big thing that happened today, you know, I'm big on censorship. I'll have a new censorship story tomorrow. We want to expose all these efforts of censorship, help Americans understand that free speech is under assault, that the First Amendment's being squeezed from many different directions. Today, House Judiciary Chairman, Committee Chairman Jim Jordan published new documents. He put them out on the platform formerly known as Twitter, now known as X showing that the FBI lied about meeting with big tech companies before the 2020 election to discuss Hunter Biden's laptop, a story, as you know, that social media companies were censoring at the time. 
he published some new documents showing that Elvis Chan not only had a meeting on October 14th, which is what he testified to previously at Facebook to discuss the New York Post, but that he had a follow-up conversation, which he didn't acknowledge, where he basically acknowledged, hey, yeah, the laptop's real. Chan had testified he had no internal knowledge of the FBI's investigation of Hunter, Lap- of Hunter Biden's laptop, therefore he couldn't weigh in on it. But in a Facebook memo that was written after the phone call on October 15, 2020, and by the way, this Facebook employee was a former FBI agent, so someone in his, from his own ranks, he wrote that Elvis Chan advised that he was up to speed on the current state of the matter within the FBI. Uh-oh, that contradicts something Chan said, and that he also had assured Facebook that this laptop wasn't fake or wasn't part of a disinformation campaign. Pretty important stuff coming out today. I'm just looking at this story broke a little while ago with Madeline Hubbard on there. Jim Jordan's tweet, or X, whatever you call it these days, is, quote, the FBI lied about meeting with big tech regarding New York Post Hunter Biden laptop story. It's pretty straightforward. You pretty much get that sense of it. It's very important stuff. And I read the details. It's in the nuances of this conversation that I think a lot of people are deeply concerned. And I think a lot of people are beginning to realize, even in the aftermath, we're not getting the truth about censorship. Never mind that censorship resulted in mistruths being given to the American public in 2020, 2021, 2022. We can't even get the truth now about what was being censored and how it was being censored. I think that concerns Jim Jordan, James Comer, and many of the other oversight committees, including, as you saw in the earlier in the show, Chairman Smith, who's pursuing the House Ways and Means investigation with the IRS whistleblowers. Now, one last story, because it was a truth that we were denied back in 2020 during the election. As you remember, famously, Joe Biden said during the last presidential debate, there was no truth to this fact that his family, his son, got money from China. It's just not true, he said. I was in a debate, last job interview before he became president. Well, Hunter Biden and his lawyers and their records and the prosecutor in Delaware are all calling bunk on that. They are calling the president a liar. Why? Because in the plea deal agreement that Hunter Biden had agreed to, means he agreed to the facts in the deal, even though the deal ultimately got scuttled by the judge, there is millions of dollars that flows from China and Chinese figures into Hunter Biden's accounts just in 2017 and 18, not even going back to 2013 when some of the Chinese relationship started. It's somewhere between three and five million are mentioned in this court filing as Hunter Biden was going to acknowledge that he did that. I think there's about 4.9 million in total foreign payments. There's a million in 2017 from a Chinese company, 2.6 million the next year, and then a million dollars that he takes to represent one of the Chinese figures in that Chinese energy company. That's nearly $5 million. It's a lot of dough. The Silk Road from China was paved with cash to the Biden's checkbook, and Joe Biden did not tell the American people the truth. Go check out the story. There's a lot of great details in it. I work with one of my new colleagues that I've been working with, Stephen Richards. It's really well done. You'll get a sense of just how much the president current president misled the American people on this. And I think a lot of people are starting to realize, hey, we were given a bum stare back in 2020. We weren't given the truth. And now what's the consequence? Maybe it is voters vote out Joe Biden. Maybe Congress impeaches him. Who knows? But there's clearly a lot of uh, momentum going on and also just self-recognition by folks that what we were told just wasn't the truth. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to come back with Liz Harrington in just a second. But before we do that, I want to welcome a brand new sponsor. I love when new people join the Justin News John Solomon Reports family. Muzzlestick. 
is an amazing product. Every year, and I, I, I didn't know this until I learned this, 27,000 people are admitted every year to emergency rooms from unintended firearm injuries. And Muzzletech's intention is to save lives. Muzzlestick is helping gun owners practice gun safety with their big, brightly colored chamber flags and barrel flags. They make identifying a firearm safe and obvious. If someone were to hand you a firearm with a muzzle stick chamber flag in it, you would be able to identify it very quickly as unloaded. They also make barrel flags for the 58% of firearm owners that keep a loaded gun around that clearly mark that the firearm is loaded. That's also important, right? Visually, you'd be able to tell right away whether a gun's loaded or not. While it's not recommended to keep a loaded firearm, the reality is that some firearms owners do keep loaded firearms ready in their safe or hidden for safety purposes. And Muzzle Stick offers those firearm owners and everyone a chance to have a rapid, clear identification of the state that that firearm is in. That's a really good idea. And I think for all of us who are lawful and want to be safe gun owners, Muzzle Stick has got a great product. I want to have you guys all go today, show them your love, and go visit Muzzle Stick. That's M-U-Z-L-S-T-I-K.com. M-U-Z-L-S-T-I-K.com. Muzzlestick.com. Go there, purchase your flag today, add a little bit more safety to your families and friends, and be a great Second Amendment advocate who is safe. That's so important, right? All right, folks, when we come back, Liz Harrington going to join us about those big wins in the Florida federal court today. We'll have that right after these messages. Hey, folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet 
and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean, L-E-A-N.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. As I mentioned at the top of the show, two or three really big wins for the Trump team in uh, Florida federal court today. Judge Eileen Cannon striking down or rejecting some of the early Jack Smith overtures, including an effort to file things under seal to keep people in the dark about what is actually going on in the case. Big, big win for President Trump. Big win for the American public. And I thought we'd get a quick update from uh, former President Trump's national spokeswoman, Liz Harrington, who joins us now. Liz, great to have you back on the show. Always great to be with you, John. There's a lot going on here, but a win today for the president. I think a win for the American public, too, that this prosecutor can't be conducting stuff in secret. How important was it to score those wins today? I think it's incredibly important because what you just laid out is it gives the whole game away of what the deep state has really been doing from the beginning uh, seven, eight years now. They do this. They try to hide behind what they're doing using classification or different, uh, you know, maneuvers of government. And we saw it throughout the Russiagate hoax, which, of course, once the public actually saw what they had, what they were trying to hide from the people, they knew they, knew they had nothing. And that's the same thing here. And so what the this corrupt Justice Department is trying to do is to shield evidence, to shield what they're even accusing President Trump of. Honestly, it's worse than the case of Joseph Stalin, show me the man, I'll show you the crime. It's show me the man, I'll show you the crime, but I won't tell you what it actually is. I won't tell you the details. Can't see the evidence. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. And so they can leak selectively, illegally, by the way, they've done it you know, throughout Russia, 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 and it's even more egregious here with grand jury proceedings going on, but they selectively leak so they can uh, try to win the propaganda war, but it's all based on lies. So the more sunlight, the more the American people see just how, what a sham this case is, is great news for the country and can really be a check on this lawlessness that we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting to see that in the actual filing that the judge was very clear that, you know, there's standards for sealing these and you haven't come close to meeting it. That's a big thing because this is a prosecutor with a long history of overseeing cases that failed to meet standards, that failed to meet the standard of bribery, yet they secured a conviction. Is this an early warning sign to Jack Smith? Hey, you better pay attention to the law. I'm going to enforce the law as it's intended to be, not as uh, you want it to be. It seems to me that she went out of her way to really make clear that this is something that she's going to be watching with this ruling. It's it's just a process ruling, but it seems to put the prosecutors on a bigger notice. Right. And we certainly hope so. And look, this is just about following the law, right? We're not looking for special treatment. But, you know, what we've been seeing is what Jack Smith has been accustomed to in the D.C. system is they can get away with murder. They can get away with shredding executive privilege, with shredding attorney client privilege, uh, really just stomping all over President Trump's constitutional rights and bringing charges that 
on its face violate the Constitution. And they're used to that because they feel they have complete and total control over a, a system that is very rigged in, in the D.C. court system. So what we're seeing here is finally a little bit of pushback. And of course, Jack Smith has gotten a lot of pushback, but usually it comes much later when his case completely falls apart before the Supreme Court and he's unanimously overturned. That will happen again in all these sham cases if he does manage to try to get uh, some rigged conviction, which, of course, we're fighting and we have the rules and the law and the facts all on our side and the Constitution. Uh, But he will be overturned again because this is has, again, no basis in the law. And when you're talking about the boxes hoax, you're talking about the Presidential Records Act. And the fact that this case could even be brought without mentioning the law that actually governs a president and his records tells you everything you need to know. They have no case. They have to twist different statues that are centuries old to try to make a crime fit with the man. It's disgusting. It is totally antithetical to our system. And President Trump's going to win, and the American people know it. He's innocent. Yeah, there's another one that's interesting here, and it seems like it's another warning shot to Jack Smith, which is she's going to have a hearing on whether or not it's appropriate to use an out-of-district grand jury proceeding to continue to investigate or seek post-indictment hearings on the case that's in Florida, meaning that Jack Smith is using a grand jury in D.C. to inform what's going on in this. That's another tactic that I think uh, both the Trump lawyers and others have had concerns about. Another warning sign that this judge is intending on finding out why someone's not coloring inside the lines. Another warning sign in your mind as well? Right. And look, this goes to the pattern, right? They will bend every rule. Really, it is, it's a malicious prosecution, the pattern that you've seen against President Trump. But the reason they brought all this, you know, so-called evidence was in D.C. because, again, they had favorable judges who did not give our attorneys any time to respond uh, on a lot of these issues uh, when it dealt with executive privilege, attorney client privilege, and really in an unprecedented way, you had Judge Howe turn over a lawyer's uh, notes with his clients before we could even respond and appeal uh, that process, which is just, again, something that will likely get overturned because we, it's just so egregious. We've never seen anything like it. But this is, again, an ends justify the means. They don't care what they have to do. They're going to try to stop President Trump who's leading in all of the polls and they're doing it through lawfare. They're using our taxpayer dollars to interfere in the election once again, but the people really do see through it. And the more they are so biased and break every rule and violate our constitution, people are just going to continue to cry out for actual justice, for equal justice under the law. And they know president Trump is the biggest champion for that. So uh, again, it's a good sign that they're, finally getting some pushback because this has been very corrupt, John, specifically what they've done with these lawyers. In this case, they tried to extort one of the lawyers uh, of one of uh, President Trump's aides. They tried, they held a judgeship over his head. Hey, yeah, you're not a Trump guy, right? And you got this judgeship sitting on Biden's desk. It'd be a shame if anything happened to it. It is so despicable. And that's something else 
that's going to be litigated in this case, which really shows that this whole thing needs to be thrown out. Well, that's the story we broke here first at Just the News a couple months ago, and it is really deeply disturbing to see that uh, those conversations going on. Those are things that don't belong in an ongoing criminal case. So you're outside judgeships, outside rewards that, that don't belong in a case like this. I want to ask about one thing. It was a weird moment this morning. The New York Times seems to have woken up to the notion that every indictment of President Trump only strengthens his support among voters. And it said something in there. It was a guest uh, column by Rich Lowry, who is editor-in-chief of National Review. And he said that the thing that maybe a lot of people are missing is that there's an enormous distrust of the justice system now and that uh, that voters were sending a message to the justice system by continuing to support Trump in the face of these indictments. A little belated for the New York Times to notice that, given that they spent so much time trying to wage things like Russia collusion against the president. But is it uh, is it a moment now where the news media is realizing that maybe the system they contributed to is itself on trial now? This big government, big uh, uh, bureaucracy, deep state system, maybe Americans have become distrustful of it. Well, and they are distrustful of the media as well, because if you think of it, none of it would be possible without this complicit nature of just regurgitating all this propaganda, these selective leaks, um, and they've, they've never really stopped. And so I don't have a lot of faith, unfortunately, in the fake news media. But what I do have a lot of faith in is the American people. It's incredible. Think of it. You have every biased outlet, a biased system, everything coming down against him. And yet he's stronger today than ever before. And that's true. Uh, That's what that column says. And he's only getting stronger because they see the double standard and they're going directly to the source. They're trying to look for the truth. They're not trusting the media. They know something else is going on. And they look at this and they say, wait a second, uh, interference in an election. What about Russia, Russia, Russia? They tried to overturn an election for four years. They tried with sham impeachment. And now they're doing this while the Bidens are taking bribes, actually selling out the United States, doing everything they can to destroy our country. And yet it all gets buried. It all gets covered up. And they see the unequal weights and measures. So that's what I have faith in. The American people are incredibly smart. And, you know, it would be really great, though, if the fake news media would find, you know, just a semblance of what they used to be and go after truth and pursue it. Just be even handed. It would go a long way to saving our country. But wait, we'll do it without him and we'll do it with the great Make America Great Again As one of my colleagues said to me recently, a a morsel or two of facts would be helpful in a story. And I think that's part of the problem that people have right now. They can't find any facts. It's all spin. I want to turn to one last moment because the story we had today that was a lot of fun. Uh, We went back into the court records at Delaware and were able to get part of the elocution elements that are in these plea deals, what, what Hunter Biden was willing to admit to. And it brought us back to one of the more famous moments in the 2020 debate where President Trump is raising questions about Joe Biden and his family getting money from China. And Joe Biden flatly said, my family didn't get any of that money. What he's talking about. None of that happened. Well, uh, uh, Hunter Biden called his father a liar in these in these documents because he was ready to plead guilty to he himself alone getting almost five million dollars from China in 2017 and 2018. And that doesn't account back to 13 when the deal started. 
looking back now at that moment, that deflection that President Biden used, it was completely a, a false story, just like the rush, uh, the um, laptop and other things. But now to see Hunter Biden's own records show that his father was lying, I, I'm sure there's some irony in that for the Trump campaign. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's like everything else. President Trump's always vindicated. He really is. And you remember that other moment of the debate from Chris Wallace trying to shut him down and saying that, why did you take money from the former mayor of Moscow's wife? Why did you take a million dollars? And that recently has been confirmed as well. And, you know, Joe Biden is just he is a pathological liar. I mean, there's no other way around it. The stories he tells that are always fake, but the really egregious stuff is what he's been doing on the backs of the American people, selling our interests out for to the highest bidder. He's been doing it for a very, very long time. He's used his son as a bag man. He's used other family members. As, oh, and pretty much everyone's on the payroll, right? It's, it's unbelievable. We've never seen this type of corruption before. And the really troubling thing is the fact that our Justice Department has known this, the FBI has known this, and they've shielded them from it. And that is what's so wrong. I mean, we we cannot continue with a system that protects the ruling corrupt class and then punishes the American people. And the only person who has really selflessly over these past eight years sacrificed to promote the interests of the American people, not the interests of himself. So the people see it, they know um, it's, it's another good thing that's, that's finally coming out, but it should have, back to the media, it should have come out a long time ago. Yeah, we would have been a lot nicer to know before we've cast our votes in 2020, the truth. And those of us who tried to get the truth out got censored, but at least now it's out there in plain view for everyone, everyone to see. Liz, always an honor to have you on the show. Lots going on. I know we're going to need to get you back on real soon, but thanks for a good update today. Big win in the courts today, and I think a lot of people are reacting to that, and it was great to get your insights on it. So thanks for joining us. Thanks so much, Sean. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. When we come back, one of the great founders and presidents, uh, the current president of Empower Oversight, Tristan Levitt, will be with us. We're going to talk about an effort to muzzle the IRS whistleblowers right after these messages. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. It's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash 
Just News. Hey folks, can your IRA or 401k stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is right at our doorstep? By allocating a percentage of your retirement into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from a turbulent market and economic downturns. All you got to do is put your IRA back on the gold standard. With a multi-trillion dollar trade deficit and ongoing geopolitical instability, experts say now is the time to make the switch. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Protect your retirement today with one simple phone call and receive your free gold and silver guide from my good friends at Genesis Gold. To do that, call Genesis Gold Group today at 800-200-GOLD. That's 800-200-GOLD. And find out how you can add precious metals to your IRA. One more time, let me give you the number. It's 800 200 4653 800-200-4653-GOLD, or visit them at genesisgoldgroup.com. Genesis Gold, welcome to the John Solomon, Just the News family. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. As I mentioned at the top of the show, a really extraordinary thing going on in the federal court. Hunter Biden's lawyers in Delaware are trying to get the judge to uh, strike information that's already in the public domain, already released by the House Ways and Means Committee, released by those whistleblowers, uh, Gary Shapley. Uh, and, uh, and you see in the court now an effort by Hunter Biden's lawyers to say, we want that taken out of the realm. And, oh, we want a, uh, an argument or a finding that somehow those two brave whistleblowers did something wrong. Now, obviously, there's no basis for that. But I want to bring in Tristan Levitt, who's the president of Empower Oversight, who represents those whistleblowers, to help us understand what's going on here. It's sort of a, a form of retaliation and backhanded censorship. And I thought you ought to know about it. Tristan, great to have you back on the show. Thanks so much, John. I'm glad to be with you. This is an extraordinary thing. I've been covering court things for a long time. I don't think I've ever seen an effort by someone to say, hey, publicly available information that was released through all the proper channels with the proper vote, with the proper following of whistleblower. We want you to get rid of it anyways. Take it out of the public domain. Protect the American public from seeing this information. Am I misreading what's going on here? No, not at all. And in fact, I think the best read of what's going on really is to look back on what Gary Shapley in his interview at the House Ways and Means Committee said about what Hunter Biden attorney Chris Clark told Delaware prosecutors last summer, which is that if they charged Hunter Biden, they would be committing career suicide. And now it looks like Hunter's attorneys are doing everything that they can to make what these IRS whistleblowers have done career suicide because these allegations are are just outlandish, but, you know, could have a real impact on the whistleblowers. It's pretty remarkable to watch the Hunter Biden story, too, because nearly every time uh, an allegation has been out there, they've denied it. And then weeks, months, maybe even years later, uh, we could uh, suddenly the truth comes out. It turns out that what Hunter Biden or the Biden family said wasn't true. The laptop was disinformation until it wasn't. Uh, There was no China money going to the family until Gary Shapley proved there was. Uh, And we go through this thing. Is this just another example of uh, the Hunter Biden team trying to score public relations points on something that obviously is not going to hold the test of time? Well, that's a piece of it. But again, I think another piece of it also is to send a shot across the bow of the whistleblowers. So, you know, before, in fact, a month before the plea hearing for Hunter Biden, uh, the New York Times contained a a little tidbit, which mentioned that Mr. Biden's uh, attorneys had 
told the Justice Department that our client, Gary Shapley, broke federal laws by keeping grand material secret. Well, that wasn't something that, you know, was just trumpeted out in a press release or something. It's something that behind the scenes, they are working the ref and telling them that they need to investigate our client. And so the, the filings, um, you know, regarding Chairman Smith's uh, amicus brief are just a continuation of that. If, you know, if they are claiming that the brief contains information that shouldn't be out there, that is protected by grand jury secrecy laws, protected by uh, rules or by the uh, taxpayer, the taxpayer secrecy laws, both of those laws have teeth for folks. And Chairman Smith isn't really the one originating the information. He's just sharing what the whistleblowers put out. So it's really, again, an attack on the whistleblowers, because if there were a court finding, which we strongly believe there could not be, because again, grand jury, for one, Hunter's attorneys haven't pointed to anywhere specific in the documents from the whistleblowers and said, this is the thing that we think talks about grand jury material. Their, their first filing just said exhibits two through six. So all of the all the interviews and all of the attachments, right? And and so they're throwing that out there to see if it sticks on the wall, um, you know. But uh, there's nothing. Those 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 laws deal with the grand jury ones deal just specifically with talking about the deliberations of the grand jury. You can't protect something, you know. If the grand jury happens to talk about the fact that the sun is yellow, you can't say no, no, no. You can't talk about the sun's color anymore, right? You don't protect facts out in the real world. And and these these whistleblowers were scrupulously careful about avoiding grand jury information going to the committee. And of course, the, the taxpayer privacy information has been voted out by the committee as the statute specifically contemplates. So the, these are not good faith arguments, but they definitely chill potential other whistleblowers. And and again, they also might end up becoming criminal attacks that we have to defend our clients against. Yeah, it's, it is really remarkable. And, and maybe that is the warning. That warning was a real warning when he said this could be career suicide. Uh, the chairman really does a factual job. Chairman Smith puts into, Jason Smith puts into the court record a very factual recitation, which is first off, Everything in here is already public. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. But secondly, it followed all the rules. The committee voted it out. Third, there's no grand jury materials in here whatsoever. There is tax uh, uh, privacy protected information, but we follow the process to make that public. Um, the, it was a pretty re- remarkable and thorough response. Uh, wh- what do you what do you think the judge ends up doing in this case based on what the Congress just made clear? I think in this case, again, you know, good, good faith uh, judgment here would point to the fact that, that this was all done in the proper way. And so that's certainly what what we hope to see, um, you know, and this judge has obviously shown a real capacity for, you know, spotting silly attacks when they come. Right. And so um, I think that's encouraging. It, it is it is tricky because. You know, again, once once material is out there and once attacks like these start coming, they, they have a tendency of cropping up. And, and we actually saw this, um, you know, over a decade ago in Operation Fast and Furious when there were some allegations of of uh, grand jury material leaking out. And, you know, even if a judge won't rule that that's the case, stuff like this has a tendency to make its way to inspectors general who sometimes don't think about the context and just say, oh, there's an allegation of a leak. Let's go after that. Right. And so, um, you know, we hope that, again, in, in collateral places as well, that people will recognize this for what it is. And, and again, so far, 
so far, uh, Judge Norica has been, you know, impressive in, in spotting BS, if you will. So we hope that will continue to be the case. Yeah, it's a, such an important, it's such an important uh, moment in the case too. I think uh, people understanding the sweetheart deal, understanding now the agent's concerns, uh, there is a lot to be learned, I think, in the next few months. Now, your clients are continuing to produce documents to the House Ways and Means Committee that will further um, help the American public understand the concerns. How's that process going? It, it's going along. We, you know, we, of course, can submit those documents. It's up to the Ways and Means Committee to to vote them out. I know um, uh, the other week when I guess the week after the hearing, uh, talking with some the members of the Ways and Means Committee, you know, not members were even aware that more documents were coming. And so I think there's some staff work, you know, to be done there to um, get the lawmakers up to speed. Right. Yeah, that's right. And so that they're aware some of their views was we we did our part. We're all done. Right. And so we very much need Ways and Means to stay engaged to help, uh, you know, to receive this other stuff. And it's up to them whether they choose to vote it out or not. Right. That's within their discretion. No question. Um, But you know, you look at uh, Special Agent Joe Ziegler, and he didn't submit any documents at all with his initial testimony. And um, so, you know, the documents that Gary has are, are supportive of what he shared so far. But there are some some documents in what I understand from what Special Agent Ziegler has that are very new and, and different from anything so far. So I'm, I'm hopeful that sometime in September we'll be able to to, uh, you know, see whether the Ways and, Men- Ways and Means Committee chooses to release those and believe that those can help contribute to the public discussion here. And how have the uh, whistleblowers over the last few days been treated uh, since the hearing? Uh, obviously, lots of concern about retaliation, ostracization. Uh, has there been any developments on that, or is it still a status quo in terms of how they're being treated? It's essentially the status quo. And I mean, you know, the, the how they've been treated really is just ignored, right? And that's been kind of the problem there, um, you know, because Gary is is Joe's supervisor, right? Then then those twelve agents in that uh, task force, right, have some good uh, air cover. But so you know, Gary as a supervisory special agent is really the one that has had the most difficult time since they won't. You know, his supervisor hasn't returned his phone call since June first. Um, he'll get the occasional email, but so we're working with the Office of Special Counsel, which investigates whistleblower retaliation, and. Not only have the ability to identify where there are prohibited personnel practices and, and you know clear retaliation, but they have a mediation program also, and and that may be helpful in just trying to coax the IRS along to say, look, the, the facts are all going to be out here before all this is said and done. But in the meantime, we need to find a way to work together to ensure that you know Gary's able to continue doing his work because that's all he wants to do, and we're hopeful that the IRS will, you know, participate in that process and will will just again for the time being identify a way that that they can, you know, help allow him to move forward because of, you know, it's a common tendency in agencies. Of course you don't want explicit retaliation, but on the other hand, if agencies get caught like a deer in the headlights, not responding at all is bad too, right? And and then some of the allegations out there that, you know, people are coming from around the agency to tell special agent Shapley your supervisors are undercutting you with headquarters. They're saying things that aren't true, right? And so that doesn't rise necessarily to the level of a personnel action, but it's wrong and it needs to stop. And so we want to, again, work with the IRS to help help them see that he's just trying to do his job. He's keeping his head down and doing the work that he's always done. They just need to let him do that. 
Yeah, that's listen. That's all the American people want. They we have two good agents. Let them do their job. Let them go bring additional tax cases, even if they were blocked here. They certainly can go bring some other cases, and it would seem like in the best interest of the American public to allow that to happen. Now, you guys created a fund. Uh, I think I had Jason on last week to raise some money for all whistleblowers because there's so many coming forward and the costs get really large quickly. Uh, how has the public response been to that, and uh, what can people do if they want? to engage on that? It's been good, for sure. And it's been really heartening to see how much people really care about trying to help with whistleblower protection. Um, you know, these are, these are, these are mom, paw, you know, motherhood and apple pie kind of issues. People understand that anyone that wants to point out the problems in government ought to be protected in doing so. So the website we created is defendwhistleblowers.com. Again, defendwhistleblowers.com. And, um, and again, it's, it's had a good response so far. And so we're going to continue that as a fund. It's, it's primarily focused on particularly law enforcement whistleblowers, which we have just seen so many of it at Empower recently. Um, you know, not just IRS, but uh, FBI whistleblowers, others from other agencies. And, um, and so, you know, and of course, this is, this is the background that Jason and I have very strongly because Senator Grassley has been on Senate Judiciary for so long. So, so frequently I've been doing oversight of those agencies. So, um, so yeah, we encourage people to check that out. And again, we're very grateful for people stepping up and helping to defend these really courageous whistleblowers. Yeah, this is important stuff. And it's, it is, it's gotta be pretty, um, pretty extraordinary to see the, um, uh, the response and to know that there's so many people that care and have their backs. It's really, really pretty uh, amazing. I want to ask about another issue because it's another part of the work that Empower Oversight does, and it does such incredible work, folks. You should go check it out every day. You guys won some pretty big litigation in the last week, forcing the Securities and Exchange Commission to turn over new documents in response to conflicts of interest questions and the regulation of cryptocurrency. Some really amazing stuff. First, just the process of having to force the SEC to do something that it should do on its own. What was that like? And then what are what are some of the top lines from these documents thus far? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's disappointing, right? I mean, the Freedom of Information Act is in place for a reason. All federal agencies, you know, I was on a, a three-person independent agency confirmed by the Senate, and, you know, the SEC has a, a similar model of, of uh, commissioners, and the stuff that they do, that agency is funded by the taxpayers. It's the people's business. And so it is, you know, they, they have a responsibility then to be transparent about that, and the Freedom of Information Act exactly what what is supposed to bring that transparency. So it's been over two years of uh, litigation that's gotten them to produce some of these documents. Um, we have had to just fight tooth and nail every step along the way. There's been no concessions, but they, they are in this very slow drip producing these documents. And they've really highlighted uh, some, some things I think have been pretty surprising to the uh, cryptocurrency community. Um, the, you know, the director of corporation finance at the SEC named William Hinman, um, you know, a lot of our lawsuit is centered on this speech that he gave on June 14th, 2018. And, you know, he he was given, uh, you know, his he, he was given guidance on this that really was not followed. He met with individuals with clear conflicts there. Um, it, it's just a mess. The SEC, SEC ethics office repeatedly warned uh, Hinman that since he was receiving, you know, millions of dollars in payments from uh, this law firm that, um, you know, that he uh, continued to receive money from, but it was really a conflict of interest for him to have some of these meetings. And so, again, it's just an ethical mess. And it's, it's 
pretty shocking to see, you know, to pull back the curtain and see that it's about as bad as a lot of people. They, what they thought, XRP right? Yeah. I've become more familiar with since being at Empower, but people speculated, and it turns out they were right about what they thought was happening, you know, behind closed doors. Just stunning to see. Well, without the work of Empower Oversight, none of this would be possible. The whistleblowers wouldn't be protected. The fight over the documents wouldn't be there. Uh, the FBI whistleblowers wouldn't have been able to lay out what they saw on January 6th or in other cases like that. And then, of course, we wouldn't know about these conflicts of interest and the sort of inside dealing that you guys have been able to shine a very bright light on uh, with this FOIA lawsuit, which is one of many that you've obviously been able to do over the last few years. Um, really amazing stuff. Uh, Tristan, we're going to follow real closely one more time for people who want to support the whistleblowers. What's the best place to, uh, to go donate? Yeah, defendwhistleblowers.com. And again, we're so grateful for people's support. It means, you know, it means a lot, not only to us, of course, it's Adam Power doing the work, but these whistleblowers are just courageous individuals. They're, you know, I've always called whistleblowing an act of conscience. Um, you know, they feel compelled to stand up for what they know is right. And I, I think most people can relate to that and, and admire that. So again, at defendwhistleblowers.com, we really appreciate people going there for support. Yeah, it's a good cause. Go check it out, folks. And uh, go check out Empower Oversight every day. Some amazing work being con uh, conducted there every day. What a great honor to have you on, Tristan. We really appreciate it. We'll be following these uh, both of these big stories closely over the next few weeks. But thanks again. And uh, we'll be sure to get you back on real soon. Okay. Thanks so much, John. Take care. Thanks, my friend. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS 
They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title and your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. So grateful you can join. A big thank you to Liz Arrington and to Tristan, too. Two very informative interviews. Go check out those stories I mentioned, particularly the Silk Road Paved with Cash story that shows just how much the Bidens got from China and how much they lied about it back in 2020. That's a very important story. And, of course, support our newest partner, our newest sponsor, Muzzle Stick. If you want to go get the new flag system that lets everybody tell visually very quickly whether a gun is loaded or not, just go buy the Muzzle Stick product. You go to muzzlestick.com. That's M-U-Z-L-S-T-I-K. M-U-Z-L-S-T-I-K.com. Muzzlestick.com. A great way to be a Second Amendment champion and a safe one at that. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. God bless you. Go check out Just the News whenever you can. We get you covered on the breaking news. And of course, God bless this extraordinary country, as he always has. I'm always grateful to be in the land of freedom, United States of America. We'll be back tomorrow. God bless and good night. Hey, folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hey folks, can your IRA or 401k stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is right at our doorstep? By allocating a percentage of your retirement into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from a turbulent market and economic downturns. All you got to do is put your IRA back on the gold standard. With a multi-trillion dollar trade deficit and ongoing geopolitical instability, experts say now is the time to make the switch. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Protect your retirement today with one simple phone call and receive your free gold and silver guide from my good friends at Genesis Gold. To do that, call Genesis Gold Group today at 800 200 
G-O-L-D, gold. That's 800-200-GOLD. And find out how you can add precious metals to your IRA. One more time, let me give you the number. It's 800-200-4653. gold Or visit them at genesisgoldgroup.com. Genesis Gold, welcome to the John Solomon Just the News family.